Hello, I am John McAlevey, and this is the Quadcast. I so appreciate you lending me your ears for the next 45 minutes or so. And if you like what you hear with those ears, please tell a friend or 10. (laughs) While this podcast is mainly for and about folks like me who have had their lives affected by a spinal cord injury, it is really for anyone who just wants to be inspired. Today's episode is a special one for me because it commemorates an anniversary, or as those of us in the SCI community refer to it as an injurversary. Yes, August 19, 2023 marks 31 years since yours truly tumbled down his basement steps. Sure, 8 19 is just another day on the calendar, but it is really more than that. Here on the podcast, I have addressed it in a couple of different ways, in fact. Once I interviewed my two best buddies, Robert Galatelli and Jamie Paget, childhood friends who have been with me before, during, and after my spill. Another time, I spoke directly to the source, me. <laughs> yes, I interviewed myself on another edition, which was, shall we say, different. Today, I am going to channel my inner Casey Kasem, and highlight a few songs that, good, bad, or indifferent, have shaped my journey as a C3-4 incomplete central cord syndrome quad over the last three decades. And for those of you who have no idea who Casey Kasem is, ask your parents. Or better yet, just put him in the Google. From my earliest days, music has always been important to me. Be it my days as an MHS chorus member, attending as many concerts as possible, it has always been a constant in my world. What I love so much about music is that a certain song or album not only can bring us back to exact moments in time, but they elicit feelings and emotions like nothing else can. Those I have chosen to highlight today certainly do so. So let's get started. Song number one comes to us from Don Henley, and it makes the cut strictly on the timing and irony of when I heard it. Here is some background. When I was first injured, people did not know how to reach me or my family to show their support. So, I would get care packages. One such came from a dear friend, Stephen Carolanza's older brother, Alfred, who, aside from being a wonderful guy, is someone who worked in the music industry for many moons. He sent a box full of about 50 CDs to Overlook Hospital. Everything from Chicago to Bob Marley and the Wailers, it was an amazing gift which I took full advantage of. Thank you. One morning in September of 1992, I asked my nurse to pack the boombox that was sitting on my night table with as many discs as it could take, and then hit shuffle. I was but a few weeks into a completely new lifestyle, unable to even wiggle toes yet, and the first song to play from amongst the possible 100 or so options was New York Minute. Remember I said something about timing and irony? The refrain for this song is, in a New York Minute, everything can change. In a New York Minute, things can get pretty strange. In a New York Minute, Everything can change in a New York minute. Boy, hadn't I just found that out in a huge, life-changing way.
I don't care about no wheelchair. I've got so much left to do with my life. Those 16 words blared from the speakers high atop Jim A. at Kessler Institute for Rehabilitation in West Orange, New Jersey, back in October of 1992, where Humpty Dumpty was about to pick up the pieces from his great fall. It was my very first day of therapy. I was 24 years old, seated in a wheelchair, and like Everyone else in the room still had so much left to do with my life. The lyrics come from the obscure song Black Gold from Soul Asylum, and they became my mantra in the gym, during downtime, and quite frankly, for these past 30 years. Now, of course, there were no such things as podcasts back then, but fast forward to the spring of 2020, and I just knew that this song would become the driving force of the brand new venture called The Quadcast. And as you regulars know, it is my intro music and outro music and will be in perpetuity. To date, we have as many episodes in the books as I've had trips around the sun. No, not 40, but thank you, that's awfully kind. It's 55 and counting. And now for your listening pleasure, the entire song, Soul Asylum's Black Gold. Left to do with my life. 
Night Swimming is a beautiful song from R.E.M., which appeared on their Automatic for the People album, released about a month and a half after my accident. When asked its meaning, the band said that it was based on true events. In the early 1980s, they and their circle of friends would go skinny dipping after the Athens bars would close at night. It was a way of blowing off steam. It is about an innocence that is either kind of desperately clung onto or obviously lost. Well, I had and still have the most amazing tight circle of friends myself, who back in the 80s reveled in nights out with them doing just that. Well, everything but the skinny dipping, that is. One of those besties, my friend Jamie, who I spoke about earlier, bought the CD back then, and he told me he would play that song to and from visits with me in Overlook Hospital and then at Kessler Institute, all the way crying like a schoolgirl. I remember him playing it for me, and as it grew popular, hearing it over the speakers in the therapy gym. It is a song that will always and forever not only remind me of those wonderful carefree days gone by, but also of that scared 24-year-old laying motionless in a hospital bed with a really giant and itchy, uncomfortable neck brace on. Picture in reverse 
still it's so much clearer I forgot my shirt at the water's edge The moon is low When a life-altering accident occurs, one of the first things people think to do is say a prayer. A prayer for the individual, their family, for a steady and swift recovery, basically for God's healing hands to intercede. Not to get all holy roller with you here, but I was raised to be a proud Catholic by my wonderful parents. We attended Mass each and every Sunday and I graduated from Providence College, where I was taught by many a smart and caring Dominican priest. 
So, following my accident, I had many a discussion with the big man upstairs, asked as to why this had to happen. Had he forgotten about the kid? Of course not. And I found solace and strength in Van Morrison's full-force gale. Remember that boombox I spoke about earlier? Well, it made the move with me to Kessler, and my poor roommate Mario Cortez had to endure my playing, replaying, and replaying the song following grueling sessions of PT and OT. It had it all. An amazing writer and singer, an upbeat rhythm, and these lyrics, which I leaned into 1,000%, quote, I was headed for a fall. Then I saw the writing on the wall. Like a full-force gale, I was lifted up again. I was lifted up again by the Lord.
Next up on our 31st Injurversary Lollapalooza Music Edition is a cut by Nick Kershaw called Wouldn't It Be Good? I chose this song because over these many years, be it as I look out my front window to see someone jogging down my street, or even watching a friend do something as simple as effortlessly raising a glass to take a drink, I often think, as the refrain says, wouldn't it be good to be in your shoes, even if it was for just one day? I remember this song came out early in my sophomore year in high school, but then it obviously took on a whole new meaning following 8-19-92. As anyone who knows me knows that I am someone that likes to wake up on the sunny side of the street. I generally always have a smile on my face, and I aim to make those around me feel better about themselves and their day, either by telling a stupid joke, which I'm great at, or letting them pet my amazing service dog, Yokin. That said, my world isn't exactly seashells and balloons, I assure you. In fact, it ain't easy most of the time, and that is sugarcoating things. When people hear spinal cord injury, the first things that come to mind to them are paralysis and wheelchairs. Since I have overcome both, folks don't know exactly what to make of me and my plight. And I'm often asked, John, what does your situation feel like? And this tune and its lyrics pop into my head each and every time. It is a little heavy, I warn you, and not all of it pertains to me, so don't worry. But there are aspects of it that certainly do, as I'm sure my fellow SCI survivors and thrivers would attest.
Let's keep the heavy songs and messages coming, shall we? So Far Away by Stained is just that, musically and lyrically. It chronicles someone whose life is suddenly not what it used to be and how their feelings and dreams are now confused and unknown. Sounds pretty apropos for anyone who has undergone some sort of tragedy to themselves or a loved one. It takes time to come to grips with how you visualize yourself again. Stuff like how you walk, eat and drink in public, sit in and get out of chairs, and especially how you think you look in clothes again. This may all seem trivial, but I promise you it is anything but. And that's why the chorus of this song is so poignant to me. Here it is, quote, Now that we're here so far away, all the struggle we thought was in vain, all the mistakes one life contained, they all finally start to go away. Now that we're here so far away, and I feel like I can face the day, I can forgive, and I'm not ashamed to be the person that I am today. Wow, that certainly is a mouthful, isn't it? This is my life It's not what it was before All these feelings I've shared These are my dreams That I've never Somebody shake me cause I, I must be sleeping Now that we're here so far away All the struggle we thought was in vain And all the mistakes one life could take
throughout the years, until recently, that is, when doing just about anything has gotten very hard for me, one of my favorite things to do was to walk around the track at my beloved Milburn High School. For it was on that oval where I'd insert my earbuds, crank up my iPad, and escape. Once I took that first step, I was the only one there, and I felt like I was getting the better of my injury. Covering a mile and a half to two miles a night was nothing for me, spurred on by that music blaring in my head. Usually I would go with shuffle and take whatever the music gods gave me, but I always made sure of listening to one song in particular at least once per night. It also came out in 1984, so it was part of my high school soundtrack, and I heard it performed live about a month before my injury. It is also eight minutes in length, so it enabled me to travel almost two full laps around before it ended. Lyrically, it has no connection to my situation whatsoever, and it makes the cut solely because it spurred me to continue putting one foot in front of the other. Ladies and gentlemen, get on your feet. This is Bad by the Mighty U2.
Hey, great news. We've now finally reached the long-distance dedication portion of our program. Just kidding. However, with this next song, I am also just kidding. Well, kind of. It deals with a subject matter that is quite common and delicate for those of us in the SCI community, and that is finding a significant other following a catastrophic injury. This world and everything that comes with it is not for everyone. And my first introduction into this came right away. I was an inpatient at Kessler and the gentleman in the room across the hall from me saw his wife of five years leave him because she could not deal with all that his new life had become. Yikes, not only was he now looking forward to picking up the pieces, but he was having to do it alone. And that is a word that I hear often in my position as the peer counseling coordinator at KIR from those like myself who would like to try and find a new companion. I'm often asked, where do we as a community go to meet new people? Online, you say? Okay, how much do we tell about our plights in an online website's profile? Sure, it's easy to say we, like everyone else, like traveling or going to the beach, concerts, and having an occasional adult beverage. But not so easy to include the fact that there's even the remotest possibility that we might soil ourselves sometime between appetizers and the main course at dinner. There just is not an easy way to sugarcoat that, my friends. As someone who's always been afraid of my own shadow, never putting myself out there even before my injury, this reality gave me a ready-made, built-in excuse to purposely stay out of the game altogether these last three decades. Well, that is a long time, and I ain't getting any younger. Now, I have finally found a fabulous, furry, four-legged, good-boy canine companion in Jochen, the wonderful service dog, but not a two-legged female one yet. Good news is The Bachelor is now casting Golden Oldies contestants, so that is an option. But unless and until ABC's producers tell me it's time to move into the mansion, I will firmly plant tongue in my cheek and hand things off to the one and only Freddie Mercury and his mates from Queen to ask the question many of my brethren are as well.
Now, before we drop the needle on this final record, I must thank the great Chris Parapesco, associate audio engineer at Harbor Picture Company in New York City, for doing an amazing job editing this episode. Truth be told, Chris and I have never met in person, and yet he continues with us on this venture. He is a great producer and a better person, and I appreciate his work more than he knows. And now, as for that final song... It speaks to, and in some ways for me, all these years after my life changed permanently. Someday from Rob Thomas, lead singer of the band Matchbox 20, was released in 2009. At the time, he was quoted as saying, Whatever I wrote it about should only be peripheral. It shouldn't matter as much as what it means to you. And to me, Rob, it means that in life we don't always know why things happen to and for us, but in the end, it's how we react to them that makes us who we are. As I mentioned, pay attention to the lyrics here. They speak volumes, most notably, Maybe someday we'll figure all this out. Try and put an end to all our doubt. Try to find a way to make things better now. Maybe someday we'll live our lives out loud. We'll be better off somehow, someday. It's been 31 years, and although I still haven't figured all this out yet, in spite of all the obstacles, I'm still working towards that someday. You can go. You can start all over again. You could try to find a way to make another take over. You can hide Hold all your feelings inside You could try to carry on when all you want to do is cry And maybe someday we'll figure all this 
Just feel better now that maybe some. 